My guest today has a podcast called Uncensored, and he loves his dog. We're going to be talking a lot of dog today. Get ready for Ray Robinson. The Interviewer with Beef Tech. Ray, thanks for coming on the show today. What's going on? I, it's a great day to talk dogs. Yes, uh, excited about this uh, about dogs and um, now what kind of dog do you have? I actually have a beagle. Um, I've had many dogs over the years, but uh, my uh, my pet now, uh, Sweetie, is her name. Um, we she was a rescue, and uh, it's been. It's been an interesting challenge at times because she's uh, been skittish, but she's gotten a lot more comfortable over the last two years. And uh, so she's actually a great uh, a great companion for me and especially my wife. She actually is bonded with my wife a lot more and protects my wife uh, even from me. <laughs> now, have you um, – well, with having a female and having a wife – any other females in the household? I have four cats. Two are male and two are female. So uh, sadly, uh, the men are outnumbered just a little bit, but uh, we'd, we'd like to hold our own. We got a, a brand new kitten uh, just over a year ago that uh, he he makes up for more than half of it. <laughs> now, do you ever like, when you deal with a cat, do you ever go, well, maybe I could teach some dog to you? <laughs> I hadn't thought of trying that. I might try that. Uh, with, uh, I can tell you for a fact that, uh, that a couple of them will not want to learn dog because they're not big fans of the dog. They just, uh, uh, they just avoid her like the plague. But, uh, but a couple of them have become nice little companions to her and they, they nap together. So uh, I, I might try that with the oldest and maybe even the kitten just to get him a little more understanding of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how, now, how many how many dogs have you had in your lifetime? Uh, in my lifetime, surprisingly, not many. Um, the first one that I remember when I was a kid uh, was uh, somebody had kicked the dog out of the car and left it on the side of the road. Her name was Sugar. And oh, uh, we, we bonded like very, very closely. And uh, I had her for about six years before she had some sort of uh, degenerative disease that, uh, that we had to go ahead and put her down. Mm. But I, for the most part in my life, I've had cats uh, with my family. Uh, I got two dogs on my own when I was uh, with my first marriage. And uh, they, were, they were wonderful dogs. And I even fostered one that uh, had a really bad bout of parvo when it was uh, a puppy and it had developed uh, seizures and we fostered it through the end of its life, which was like the last eight months of its life. And uh, that was uh, that was rough. But that was the first beagle that I had. And uh, I didn't realize how much I uh, I actually would bond with beagles until much later, until we got Sweetie. And uh, it just probably the perfect pet for me because um, and beagles, I, I don't know if you're aware, but they're, they're since they're hounds, they're driven completely by their smell. So mm. there is no uh, simple walks with a beagle. Um, you, it's con it's a constant stop and start. Uh, <laughs> you uh, as soon as uh, as soon as she picks up a scent on something, that's the path we're walking, whether I like it or not. And um, so it's uh, I'm kind of used to that with uh, most of the people in my life. I'm kind of like, oh, oh OK, we're going to go this way. 
I guess I'll go that way. It's not like I have. Well, it's to perfect when you lose your keys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you ever used her for a situation like that? I wish she would help you with things like that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Nothing quite quite that elaborate, unfortunately. So we're talking about some of your, you had a couple sick dogs and, you know, how, you know, one thing I, I see that a lot, I, I'm a dog guy, obviously, too, but. I see like uh, the vets, they're kind of, I don't know, I don't trust a lot of vets. What's your take on that? I've been very fortunate. I've had um, several vets uh, in the places that I've lived that have been pretty intuitive and very good at explaining the th things very thoroughly. Uh, I've, uh, with, uh, with my predisposition for enjoying animals, uh, one of the things that we binge on on Disney Plus are some of the vet shows there. And so we actually get to see really good vets in action uh, as well. Dr. Pohl is uh, probably one of the best ones. He's very uh, matter of fact. He doesn't beat around the bush. And I kind of like that in a minute. Yeah, I think generally, you know, people that get into uh, that kind of medicine, they, they do it from the heart. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's some of these big you never hear the name because they buy up existing uh, veterinarian places and they're, they're about the money a lot. You know, so I hear two sides of the story mm -hmm. where they're trying to milk them for money, you know, for tests that don't really, really the outcome is going to be the same with the test or not, you know, um, I don't know. I see that. It's, uh, and I also, uh, I also think about the fact that they sometimes that they are it's doing a cover your butt type of thing where if they don't run that test and then they miss something, they could get sued them. Yeah. That some dog you know, dogs could smell DNA. Have you heard anything like that? I have, and that's actually been proven with uh, there are there are types of dogs that are able to smell cancer in people hmm. and uh that there, there's genuine medical research behind doing that and researching it further and trying to make that kind of uh, a regular implement of um, of of medical study and uh i i thought that was entirely fascinating but uh but that certainly does lend in uh in some of the lend itself to kind of my experiences in that dogs will instinctively deal with things in a certain way. And that would probably include the genetic makeup of people. Maybe I've just got some genetic makeup of the most friendly dog person ever. And that's why they love me so much. <laughs> well, you might, yeah, you might've been a dog in a past life, yeah, a real cool. dirty dog. I'd be fine with that. If I found that out, uh, as, as long as it wasn't uh, like an asshole breed of some kind, I'm fine with that. Now going to the dog parks, I you know I took my Chihuahua to all kinds of dog parks um, th throughout the years when I had him. Mm -hmm. He lived to sixteen, but he was a this dog was horny man. I don't care what any dominance bullshit. You know, I hear people say, "Oh, he was just trying to be dominant." Why does he want to be on bottom? <laughs> I mean, he loves bottom every time. <laughs> Go ahead, back it on up, back it on up. So yeah, so like I was at the dog park one time. And this lady had her little, I don't know what kind of dog, a little fluffy dog. Mm 
kept on, you know, jumping on my dog and he kept on backing his ass up and she's freaking out. No, don't do that. And then they separate 30 seconds later. They're doing it again. They're both smiling. They have the biggest smile on their face. And I'm thinking, and I told her, just let them have some fun. Why you got to break up their fun? And she got mad at me. I'm like, well, my dog's gay. He's a male. Nothing's going to happen. They're just going to have fun, you know. But he, he loved getting it up the ass, man. This dog was, you know, it, you know, he went bold. I think he was bisexual because he sometimes would go with a, a girl dog, you know, every, every once in a while. But I love the fact that in the dog kingdom, this is perfectly natural. In our world, it's a misdemeanor. What what are your what are your top breeds that you you like to be around? Um, the ones that I've had in my life um, are. Besides the beagle, uh, I've had a Yorkie uh, in the past, which oh, Yorkie is an acquired taste. Uh, I like. We, I grew up with a Yorkie, so I know where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, because they can get uh, they can get uber aggressive with anything bigger than them, and uh, you have to be kind of prepared to pull them out of the line of battle because they'll just they'll want to go full gladiator mode on you. Um, but to be honest with you, when it comes to actual breeds. I have more of an affinity for mixed breeds and mutts, uh, just simply because most of the time they kind of look like this uh, just fun-loving, uh, no cares in the world, whereas you kind of look at some of the full bloods and you have these expectations of them. And they have expectations probably within them, their own breed as well. Whereas with a mutt, it can be anything. It become you become like a moldable clay version of a dog, where you can the two of you can work together and form a personality based off of what you both like, rather than what's expected of the breed. Yeah, that makes sense because you know if you look at the origin of of how dogs kind of became dogs, they you know they came from um, wolves and coyotes and and foxes, I believe. Um, and it makes sense because, you know, the different, everyone kind of does their little, little, you know, what time, you know, so, um, you know, I, I believe now <clears throat> that, uh, it seems like chihuahuas and some of the smaller breeds, they come from foxes. I don't know if that's proven or have you heard anything like that? I have not. Um, I'll be honest with you. I haven't done much in the way of research of like origins of breeds. Yeah. So it's entirely possible and I just don't know it. But they do a lot. <laughs> the Chihuahua, Chihuahuas look a lot like foxes. So I'm just, I'm going to just go with it, man. You know, and um, I remember I was, I was out in New Mexico and I had a, a chow at the time and the coyote, coyotes wanted to breed with them. They kept on coming over there. Or they wanted to kill them, either or. I don't know which one it was. But um, they really uh, – uh, coyotes Coyotes look a lot like dogs. And um, actually, I saw something on Facebook. Someone goes, oh, I found this lost dog. It was a coyote, man. <laughs> they thought it was a dog. Anyway. Um, so that brings me to my – kind of my next point is – so when you're around a lot of dogs, you learn like – well, for me, being around a lot of dogs, you kind of learn their language over over time, and it's it's hard to define the communication with a dog and a human. But like mm -hmm. over your span of dealing with dogs, what have you learned from dogs? 
what I've pretty much learned is that the they don't uh, since they don't think in terms of language like like we do yeah most of what they communicate with is kind of with their impressions and uh emotions and uh, probably a, a simpler way to define it is that with a dog what you see is what you get yeah they are very good about being very plain on what is on their brain. Um, they're not very deep creatures in most cases. There's probably some out there that, that are, I just haven't quite run, run across any. They, uh, they, if their basic need, needs are met, then they go on straight to their wants and they will do anything they can for those wants. They will lie through their teeth to you to get what they want. Uh, a perfect example would be uh, when my dog will insist that we have to go for a walk, we have to go out there. We have to see what's out there. We're like, why? What's out there? Uh, okay. Well, when we go out there, here's what you're going to do. You're going to, we're going to walk around the block and you're going to pee and you're going to poop and then we'll come back. Nope. What we're going to do while we're out there is we're going to find every piece of uh, food or chicken bone that somebody threw out the car door and chase it down. And maybe we'll pee if I feel like it. Uh, <laughs> It's like no, no. This is not what we're out That's here for. That's one thing I re my walk my dog. Her name's Tama, and I walk her. I don't see any food anywhere, and I look down. She's got a fucking chicken bone in her mouth every time, <laughs> like, dude. And she forgot like about I don't know about three years ago, or no, actually it's about ten years ago. She choked on a chicken chicken bone and she passed out, and I had to grab that chicken bone out of her mouth. Then I had to like you know do the CPR thing on her, but yeah. she forgot about that. She's I don't know about your dog, but have you seen that? I have. <laughs> yeah, but logic and reason go right out the door when something smells tasty. Well, how do they find the chicken bone, man? You know? I don't know. They're so good at it. It's like they will they pick up a scent and they will they'll pretty much act like oh I just I'm I'm tracking a squirrel I'm tracking a squirrel it's a squirrel you get there no it's a chicken bone <laughs> squirrels do not smell like chickens what are you doing it's amazing man and <laughs> I was walking her one time and she there was a baby squirrel and she he didn't know what tree to go on and mm -hmm. she's she's a little papillon so she's twelve pounds. And she just yeah. ran after the squirrel and rolled the squirrel. And the squirrel looked like he was dead. He was laying, you know, fate, and his paws were up. And I went to go check on the squirrel, and the squirrel just jumped up and just ran away. But her plan of attack is just to maul him over and keep on going. I don't understand. She's kind of, she's got some issues, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so being around dogs, back to the original point, being around dogs and picking up the way they do conduct business and how they communicate, do you find that you're, you're I find myself personally, um, that I could kind of just knowing their, their language fairly well, but I feel like there's a little bit of more of a psychic thing too. How do you feel? I would not be a bit surprised. Uh, I am, uh, like I said, when uh, when we talked kind of off the air, uh, I didn't really realize that what uh, what I do was really unusual. 
Uh, I was under the impression that people would pick up kind of impressions from their dog like uh, like anybody, uh, like like just a different like, oh, you're, you're paying attention to your dog and that's why you're getting these impressions. But uh, in the few people that I've confided with, it's not a common thing. Um, but I honestly think it probably is. We just don't pay close enough attention to it. I think that they're constantly trying to communicate in that manner to you. It's just a matter of us listening and paying paying close attention and and maybe even not dismissing any kind of thought process that does come to our mind that might have come from your dog. Um, a, probably a perfect example that comes to my mind. Um, my wife and I were walking our dog in the park. Uh, this was pretty early on in the time that we had her about a year and a half ago. I've only had her about two and a half years at this point. And um, I knew she was protective of my wife. And uh, we're walking and then like a, a parallel path, there was a, another man with uh, with his own dog, like a German Shepherd or something. Yeah. And uh, as we got closer, um, uh, Sweetie started barking that beagle bork that comes out. Oh, yeah. That type of and um so you're from and 10 miles that, away she, usually <laughs> and, yeah, and up to that point she'd been very quiet uh which is very unusual for a beagle and she i mean we would try to get her to bark and try to get her to howl because we knew beagles love to do that and but she wouldn't do it and uh but she started then and i was like and my wife Brittany and i were looking at each other like why what is why is she going off now and then, uh, then it just kind of hit me uh, from just looking at her and listening to her that she was protecting my wife because she believed that German Shepherd was going to come over yeah. and necessarily have bad intentions. But she didn't want that German Shepherd to come up on my wife. And not me. She didn't care about me. It was just my wife. And uh, when I was able to kind of suss out that much of a specific thing, and then see it repeated several times over the last uh, over the last year and a half since then. Um, it was uh, part of me was thinking, well, maybe I'm just very intuitive, and I understand what she was saying. But uh, but it, I, it honestly, it's deeper than that because it it presented itself to me in just a fact. Well, it's like when you're driving your car, right, and you see the sirens mm -hmm. go on. You get it pulled yeah. over. You know what that cop's intention is. That's exactly. probably what the German Shepherd, I know they're police dogs half the time. They're that dumb, <laughs> yeah. man. They just put out their vibe, and she picked up on it, obviously. Yeah. But what's a weird dog is, the one I cannot put my finger on, they speak like a different dog language, is chows. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand these dogs. They're weird, man. They look at you, and they start <laughs> panting, and they're staring at you. And, you know, I don't know. Have you dealt with a lot of chows? One. Uh, there was one that a friend of mine, a good friend of mine had. Um, and what's funny is, uh, and this kind of actually lends itself back to the original topic even, is that uh, she, uh, when I went to visit her at her home, and the, Charlie was the dog's name, Charlie the Chow, um, the dog comes over and she basically says, oh, be careful, Charlie doesn't like men. And uh, 
while she was saying that, I was already dropped to my knees, uh, up to the dog's face, rubbing him behind his ears, and he's just smiling and laughing the whole time, and she's dumbfounded. She's like, he never takes them in. My own husband uh, is is nervous around him because he doesn't care for men. You got that magic and, dog scent on you, man. Maybe, but but I just kind of looked at her and I said, "Oh, he's okay. He likes me. He's, uh, he. Uh, I don't know what it might have been about men in general, but for some reason, I was different. And every time I came over, he was uh, he would just go crazy, like, "Hey, Uncle Ray's here." <laughs> <laughs> And I've gotten, I've been adopted by so many dogs that are, are friends of, uh, from my, from my friends, their dogs, and it's like they, it's like I come over and it's just joy comes over their face, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing different than other people. It's like he never does that around anybody else. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm transmitting anything special. I, I, I've been very good about receiving and understanding, but I, I can't really communicate back other than just talk out loud and hopefully make that uh, uh, the one thing that I would, uh, if anybody really wants to kind of try to push this in themselves, the one thing that I would uh, say to kind of do that and what's really worked for me is if, uh, if you get a, if you get an image in your mind that just pops up out of nowhere, kind of see if it relates to your dog. Because it might be your dog communicating something to you. Um, if if I'm sitting at uh, uh, like in front of the TV watching TV, dogs on the couch with me and my wife, and out of nowhere I'll get a thought about ice cream, and um, and I'll I'll look over at Brittany and I'm like she's thinking about ice cream, and Brittany was like, you know, I was too. <laughs> so we'll go grab a, we'll take the dog, go to Dairy Queen, get her a little pup cup and we get ourselves some ice cream and, uh, and she just, she'll reward us, um, with extra attention because we got it right. We get gold stars. for like <laughs> So people out there listening, if you feel stuff like this, this is not a fluke. You got to listen to your instinct and listen to your dog. You know, um, they could tell you a lot. This has been happening to me a lot lately. I've been getting my dog and my girlfriend's name mix, mixed up all the time. Does that happen to you? <laughs> no, but uh, I, I bet my wife would say that, uh, that I'm a little bit more affectionate to my dog than I am because, you know, I can read my dog's mind. I have no idea what my wife's thinking half the time. You need a life, uh, wife interpreter. I, I, I do with that. Maybe I could get Sweetie to work as the go between. Yeah, you could uh, contract her out. Yeah. I remember one time I was um, actually, I was just, actually yesterday I was, I went up to, to do a little hike and I saw mm -hmm. this uh, deer running, getting chased by Jack Russell out of nowhere. Uh, um, it was funny as shit, man. It was biting his ass and whatever. And, um, that reminds me of uh, my dog, the chow mix, the chow I had. He got attacked by a squirrel, man. And <laughs> he got his ass, the squirrel was locked on, on, onto his ass. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're making that dog noise, that really sad, like getting an attack noise. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And then uh, 
I had another situation with these squirrels. This is this was in Oakland, California, where I used to live. Anyway, I was mm-hmm. at this other dog park, and these squirrels started coming, going up and down the trees and making that crazy squirrel noise. And I was throwing yeah. rocks at them to get them out of there, and they just then they kept on getting more and more of them. There must have been, I don't know, eight to ten of them making that noise going up and down the trees. It was pretty much terrifying, man. I grabbed all my dogs, loaded them up, and I had three dogs at the time. Loaded them up, got the hell out of there. And then I, I read an article saying these squirrels are, like, really aggressive in um, the Bay Area. A, I don't know. It's a rodent militia. <laughs> <laughs> I should just let them kill that squirrels, those squirrels. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we There was a family right up the street from us that uh, you you could smell that they had been imbibing in marijuana, which is not legal in Kentucky. So I won't like um, give any details on where these people yeah. live or anything. But uh, but Sweeney got a hold of that smell. She got and high? She was, no, the exact opposite. She got really? angry. She got angry. And I was like, why? What is it about marijuana that makes you angry? And uh, I just kept her there and let her kept sniffing. And we, she kept giving me, she gave me the impression of this really angry man. And it, it only could have been like somebody that had been her owner that have, had abused her. And he apparently reeked of the stuff. And so when she smelled it, it took her back to then. And she just wanted to tear people up. Wow. Because she... Because uh, I'm pretty sure she was being beaten at that time, and uh, but I don't know all this for sure. That's the thing. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over the assumptions from anything that's been, anything I've been able to verify just from like current impressions she gives me. That I'm probably on the right track for most of those, but there's really no way to be sure. So it's it's not like I could say that I'm really good at this. Um, I I get these impressions, but. Can I interpret them properly? That I don't know, but uh, but I uh, I like to think that the, the stuff that I've been able to verify that I've interpreted properly kind of makes me feel more confident that uh, what I'm getting and I'm interpreting is probably pretty close to the mark at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is a uh, you know good information, and and um, you know it's interesting that. She's getting angry, smelling marijuana. That's you know probably she probably had a drug dealer for a uh, owner, most likely. Probably so. And if it ever becomes legal here in Kentucky, I probably as long as she's not around, I'm probably not. Uh, unless if she, you know, I'll do the gummies because I got back aches. <laughs> unless she, unless uh, he was just a stoner and got her high all the time, and she didn't like it. It's entirely possible. you know blowing the smoke in her face. <laughs> well, Ray, thanks a lot for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I've had a blast. I've never talked about this out loud, and I've really enjoyed it. The Interviewer with Beef Tech. Thanks for listening today. If you have any questions or if you want to be on the show, you can email me at the interviewer with beef tech at gmail.com. <laughs>